Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Hi, everybody. Quincy here. Uh, today's topic, we are actually going to do an article review. We tend to do this a little bit every so often. We'd like to discuss some news articles that come out that we think is relevant to our community for all of you. So the article that we're talking about, and we'll have it in the show notes, is titled, Why COVID-19 is More Deadly in People with Obesity, Even If They're Young. It was published under Science Insider uh, it's on science.org. And so that's kind of the basic framework. What are the, the highlights that you guys want to share with our, our community, with our people? Anybody want to go first? Well, I think the first thing to establish is what they did is called a meta-analysis, um, and they just take information that's already been reported and then pull numbers from that. Okay. And so a relatively decent study, um, it's the newest and well-researched one that we have so far linking obesity and COVID-19. Yeah, and it was published in September of 2020. I forgot to say yeah. that. Um, and I, I think the statistics are grim. Um, when you look at it, um, let me pull that back up. Yeah, so people who contracted COVID were 113% more likely than people of healthy weight to land in the hospital, 74% more likely to be admitted to an ICU, and 48% more likely to die. Those with obesity, right? That's when they had obesity as their only um, comparing risk factor. Mm-hmm. Everything else ruled out. Everything in the study, else. Everything. Uh-huh. Okay. And then it, the article says that, and then it kind of talks about a few reasons why they think, um, why that is a case. Um, what are a few of those things that we're seeing on here? Well, we know for sure that obesity is causing chronic inflammation okay. and a state of hypercoagulability where the blood is more likely to clot, which is intensified by COVID-19. And that's where you get the, um, the clots in the lungs and in the brain and in the heart. And mm-hmm. that's... Yeah, that, that's the, the state of obesity. Okay, so the inflammation and chron- chronic inflammation, does that affect the immune system? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basically the whole body is just more inflamed. So they were inflamed before the virus affected them. This just exacerbates things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, the other thing I think it talks even here about the fact that sometimes they use obese has fat that's pushing up on their diaphragm, which makes it difficult for them to breathe as well. Yeah. Which is that probably... would make sense, especially when you lay down and you have gravity working against you. And these patients are probably lying down in the hospital even as well. Mm-hmm. Or... Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's well interesting and posted on here in this article, they say that there's a stigma with obesity. So sometimes those patients who are obese are less likely to treat care earlier on. To avoid medical care is what they they're saying here. I don't know what your yeah. thoughts are on that. Well, there's a huge bias against obesity in medical care as well. This is my experience is it's the only medical condition that doctors blame the patients for. Mm-hmm. We don't blame the patient for diabetes or heart disease or just using this. They get COVID, but ob- obesity is oh they overate. They haven't taken care of themselves or lazy. They didn't do, they did this to themselves. So, well, they just get to compare the consequences. Not for this, but, oh, your knee hurts. Oh, it's got to be because of obesity. Oh, I have abdominal pain. Oh, that's because of your obesity. And they always want to blame the weight and the patient got there in that problem. So a lot of times the patient over time doesn't want to go in because they're just going to be blamed that they have weight issues and that's the problem they have, why they're having all these problems. 
And then when you already have some of these morbidly obese problems, it can be harder to get around. So why am I going to go to a doctor and all these other aspects? And then COVID on top of it just exacerbates some of those problems. Okay. This was interesting in here as well. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Further down the article, it says... BMI, body mass index, remains a strong independent risk factor for severe COVID-19. And it says even when adjusted for age, sex, social class, diabetes, heart conditions, and it seems to be a linear line straight up. And they don't usually say that when they look at statistics. It seems like it's um, most statisticians are really hard-pressed to want to say, oh, yeah, this leads to this. But they're saying that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys agree with that? I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen a direct correlation in clinic. And well, anybody who's working with COVID patients, you're seeing that correlation as obesity being a huge risk factor. Yeah. Even if they don't have other issues too. Right. Diabetes and. um, And that's the problem is, unfortunately, a lot of people who are obese, they do have these risk factors for diabetes and heart disease Mm -hmm. and blood pressure and whatnot, which are also risk factors for COVID. So it's like a problem on a problem on a problem. Exactly. Yeah. And and sometimes, even when I'm talking to nurses who are taking care of me, and they're telling me some of the patients they're dealing with, and they go, but I don't know how this person's in the IC with this. And I'm going, they probably didn't dig deep enough because they might not be a diabetic, but they could be insulin resistant. Their insulin level's high. They've got these other markers, but it's not one that doctors usually look for or look at. So they could have it, and odds are they did. If they've got the obesity problem, there's something going on. I, I sometimes use the term, um, where did I come Oh. I want to say it's in Gary Tobbs is one of his books. It goes, those of us who fatten easily. So those of us, those patients who fatten easily have an inflammatory process and insulin is an inflammatory process. And then COVID just makes it worse. Gotcha. And obesity is not a personality defect or a lack of trying or any of these stigmatizations that we've put on people. Um, especially in the medical community, obesity is a multifactorial chronic disease. Keyword there, chronic. It's not just something that happened right away. Yeah. And it won't go away right away. Nope. No. But that brings up another question. Um, if if someone is, what did you say, easily fattened? Easily, easy, fatten easily. Fatten easily. Okay, that's better than what I said. <laughs> easily fattened. Easily um, someone who easily fattens? Fattens easily. Okay, fair. Switch it around. Oh, yeah. I'm going to mess it up. (laughs) Anyways, somebody who struggles with obesity, um, if they're actively working on weight loss, will their chances of getting COVID, will will that help or is it like too little too late? That's a good question. That is a very good question. I'm just going by my observation of my clinical patients, so take that for what it's worth. Patients have had COVID and some have been in the hospital, but to my knowledge again keep in mind what i've been told during the whole covid thing i've only had one death now again there could have other ones been out there now they've got it and they recover and it's taken a while but in my experience with us trying to fix it through their diet medication sleep exercise and doing this type of stuff we might have calmed down some of their inflammation so they might have got it and they have some of the complications, but not severe enough. Where And again, that's kind of where I always go back to death as being the end result. That's what we're trying to prevent. Yeah. So my experience, patients have done better. But 
that's what we're trying to prevent. So if something, whatever the next big thing coming, if obesity is a key factor, we're trying to prevent it or at least calm it down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like one of the things that we can do to help um, reduce the effect of COVID or other, any illness that can come through is to stay on top of our metabolic health. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know we're talking COVID, but yes, like you said, any these inflammatory processes, if we can calm it down now and in the future, they're not going to be affected as much. doesn't mean they're not going to get it, but we've got to fix the problem. Okay. Let's get down to the core root of the problem. What are other things that you guys notice as you read through this article that stand out that you think would be beneficial to know? So one of the first things I read, um, the, the blood of people with obesity has an increased tendency to clot, um, especially um, it's a grave risk during an infection that when severe, um, the independently peppers the small vessels of the lungs with clots. Yeah, so normally the blood cells are supposed to be like, hey, doing their job, um, don't clot, don't clot, don't clot. And they're thinking that the virus is triggering that and saying, hey, we need to clot here. And that's what's causing the blood to be so sticky and um, clotty. But people who are obese, I like that, already have the sticky blood? Yes. And so then you have coronavirus that comes through and it makes it even stickier? Stickier, yeah. Yeah. So you've got got it to a certain point, but not enough causing problems. Now you have a illness that exacerbates it a little bit more and then so we can make it worse and then it kind of the same idea that stickiness could be part of why they get coronary artery disease or basically blocking of the arteries i know that's more of a chronic type thing we're not seeing as much with covid but the same stickiness or the coagulability the proper term for us choice thing from that aspect but things are not be able to bend and get into small areas and then kind of gradually builds up and over time causes major problems. Yeah. It even has a quote in this article from Beverly Hunt, a physician scientist from guys in St. Thomas's hospitals in London, apparently as a blood clotting expert. And she says that when she's referring to COVID patients, that it's the stickiest blood that she has ever seen in her years of practice. Yeah. I think the other thing we're seeing is, um, and I think you alluded to it earlier, Quincy, is that immunity is weakened when you, when you when, have obesity. Yes, yes. And so it, it is like another problem on a problem on a problem. If you've already got a weakened immune system, of course you're going to be at higher risk for getting COVID. And, and oh, Okay, I was like, in the article, they're saying that the why immunity is weakened with obesity. I think we should kind of talk about that briefly. This was interesting. Um Okay, so it says that the fat cells infiltrate um, our organs where our immune system, our immune cells are produced and stored. So think about your spleen, um, bone marrow, your thymus, your abdominal region. So if you have extra fat there instead of your, um, your immune system, your immune cells can't be produced and your immune system is less effective. Because all this fat is kind of going in there and just decreasing the production of immunity. Yeah, it's exchanging. I mean, your body's exchanging adipose tissue for immune tissue essentially. Interesting. And then the body doesn't have those effective protecting mechanisms. They're essentially broken. So then you're more risk to be invaded by these pathogens. 
Well, it even talks about how even T cells um, in, in studies they show with mice and, and the flu virus that the obese mice had less T cell production than humans. And I know that that's starting research. I feel like it's starting to show that that's one of the ways that we are able to defend against COVID, right? Is our T cell immunity. And, right. Um, I'm not an immunologist, so <laughs> please correct me <laughs> if I say that wrong. Um, it even references flu that people who are obese have twice the risk. Um, Getting reinfected. Oh, interesting. Or no, is that what? No, it just talks about here that they have twice the risk of catching flu than those who are vac- um, versus ha- healthy people who are vaccinated, right? Let me read this again. She found that people with obesity vaccinated against flu had twice the risk of catching as vaccinated healthy weight people. So being obese just doubled the, the likelihood of getting the flu after the flu vaccine. Interesting. So that means that we need to start doing um, vaccine trials on people who are obese. Which I don't think has been done. Independent of. Yes. Yes. Because that's a whole different category versus just a healthy, normal BMI with without some of these other underlying health risks. Hmm. We're now just adding a whole nother condition on top of it. Another part of this article that I thought was interesting, it talks about how um, people with obesity also suffer from chronic inflammation which we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and they just t- the way they explain it is say, fat cells secrete a lot of inflammation-triggering chemical messengers called cytokines, mm-hmm. and more come from the immune cells called macrophages that sweep in and clean up the dead and dying fat cells. So then your body produces a lot more cytokines. Um, it says, Those effects may compound the runaway cytokine activity that characterizes severe COVID-19. So you're causing a lot of tissue damage, recruiting too many immune cells. I don't know what this is saying. I'm looking at this and I'm trying to make sense of it all. So what happens is you end up with a lot of tissue damage and then the good, healthy fighter cells are getting destroyed also. Oh, okay. It's just worsening the inflammation. And and adipose, and some of us would argue the fatty tissue when you're out of control, those the fat cells are already inflamed in, like I've said before, they're already inflamed, so they're already producing these cytokines or these signaling to try to fight off this infection. And then it's exacerbating some other problems, causing the stickiness and causing other parts of the immune system not to work as well, putting them at higher risk of problems. And then, at least what I saw another one, just how people are dealing with the anxiety because, one, we're not supposed to go anywhere. Um, You stay at home and then we're eating out of anxiety and gaining a lot of weight, which then puts you at higher risk of having all the problems. Yeah. So then you're you're anxious because you're overweight and you're worried about getting sick. So then you're going to overeat and also probably increases your stress levels as well. And that probably affects you too. And you're fueling the fire. Yeah. Um, interesting. It also talks about um, how COVID was hitting disproportionately in um, some groups like American Indians, Alaskan Natives. But then they said in those areas, they have a lot of poverty, lack of access to healthy food. And so there's lack of health insurance, poor exercise opportunities. So then obesity rates are higher in those communities, which is interesting to see because the COVID, COVID rates were higher in those communities too. They're also higher genetic for insulin resistance. Which is doesn't help either. Nope. Okay. Any things you guys saw in this article that you think would be helpful? So start trying to work on these things no matter what's going on, because something bigger and quote unquote bigger and badder is supposed to come down the road. Yeah. So let's get this one turned around and go in the right direction, but let's work on your metabolic health. 
so other things won't catch you or uh, get to you, and even the common cold won't be as bad either. I would say that there, there's a need for more research. Like this isn't the end-all, be-all information that we have. We need a lot more research um, in general related to COVID-19 to being able to make better decisions and choices in the treatment of COVID and obesity. Yeah. I think one is even what you had mentioned, how we need to know more about if somebody starts making lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. how how effective and how quickly can that make a difference as to whether they get severe illness. Right. I think it's great research. The problem, this is just my two cents, mm-hmm. nobody's going to make money off of it, so nobody's going to want to do the research for it. So we need to find people who are willing to do that. Yeah. Yes. They do throw in some good, helpful information, and I think it is um, common knowledge now, but be extra, extra cautious if you are a person who struggles with obesity. Wear your mask, wash your hands, avoid large gatherings, um, and in addition, try and exercise separately and even work on losing weight. Because then, And this article does reference that even just a little bit of uh, weight loss can improve the metabolic health of a person with obesity yep. and reducing chances of severe COVID-19. Okay, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Why We Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this podcast and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group, the Why Wait Elevate community. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you would leave us a review. It helps others hear about our podcast and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you for taking a moment in your day to spend time with us.